Welcome to the High Vibe Weight Loss Podcast, where you'll learn how to release the weight and manifest the body and life of your dreams. Every episode, I will be sharing tips, stories, strategies, and guidance that will help you align mind, body, and spirit so you can finally overcome your food and body struggles and fully show up as the high vibe woman you were destined to be. I'm your host, Janice Holt. Now let's get started. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to the High Vibe Weight Loss Podcast. Today, I'm going to share with you my best strategies for staying on track with your health and your weight loss goals when you're traveling. I've been thinking a lot about this because, well, my clients are doing a lot of traveling right now because it's summertime and there's two long weekends coming up, which for you might mean some road trips or some cottage time. And I know September's just around the corner, which could mean that the kids are getting back into their sports and activities, or maybe there's travel coming up for work or a fun vacation that you're looking forward to. For myself, I'm actually going to be traveling out to Vancouver, Canada for a camping trip with friends, which I'm really, really excited for. And I've never been to Vancouver, but I do know how gorgeous it is. So it's going to be amazing. It's also going to be a really fun time with my friends. I'm looking forward to seeing people, some that I haven't seen in over 10 years. And I know we're all going to have a really, really good time. I'm going to be away from the kiddos, which I know is going to be tough for me but I'm going to have a well-needed rest too. So I'm really looking forward to it. And even though I don't have a weight loss goal, I still do have the intentions to maintain my weight and my health. Because just like you, I have a brain who wants pleasure and could very easily use this trip as an excuse to just let it all go, to live in the moment. And my brain equates this to meaning overeating and overdrinking because, well, that sounds like a really good time, or at least it used to for me. And so it does still have that neural pathway in my brain. It's not very strong. It's definitely not as automatic as it used to be but it still exists. And that's because, well, it's a societal norm to live this way, right? Like we have the commercials that have been grooming us to believe that food and alcohol equals fun. And what do we do? We go out and there's food and there's drinks everywhere. It's the center of every social occasion. Plus, it's like really easy to soothe our social anxieties with food, with treats, with wine, with beer, alcohol, or whatever it is for you. I know that food can make a boring car ride seem more fun or a business trip that we don't want to go on or we're feeling nervous about feel not so bad. There's also a lot of vacations we could take going to different countries that you know you might want to travel to that are known for specialty foods we want to try. And I'm not saying that we don't have to enjoy the food when we're traveling. I want you to enjoy your food all of the time. But I also want to help you stay on track. And so I'm going to tell you how to do all of that in this podcast. Shortage of reasons to not throw in the towel, to throw caution to the wind, to say screw it and eat whatever you want when you're traveling. Your brain is going to serve up all of the excuses, every single one of those reasons for you to give it all up during your trip. It's going to give you every excuse to indulge in instant pleasure and satisfaction. But the reality is that this is just short-term pleasure that leads to long-term pain. If you think about it, 
What do you really get from overeating when you're traveling other than a moment of tasty food and a hit of enjoyment? It doesn't even really last that long. How long does it really last, right? For most of us, it's not even the entire length of the meal or the situation. If we're consciously tasting our food, it's usually just the first few bites that we savor and we enjoy. And the rest of it is just neutral. The rest of it is just the experience of our brain checking out while we are eating our food. And if you're really consciously tasting the food, a lot of times you'll realize that the crap food doesn't even taste all that good. Especially if you haven't had it in a while, then you're more likely to notice how overly sweet it is or how much you could taste the chemical flavors in those foods. That's what most of my clients tell me after we work together for a few weeks and then they have an allowance meal. They say how disappointing it was when they actually tasted the food, that they have all these memories and expectations of how good the cookie is or the chicken Alfredo was, but when they really tasted it, they didn't enjoy it at all. Now, for a moment that you do eat that food and let's say it does taste good and it does feel good, that's a moment of short-term pleasure. But what you're also getting is longer-term pain and suffering, which I know might sound really dramatic. But if you think about it, you probably start off by overthinking and stressing ahead of time about what you're going to eat and what people are going to think about your food choices. And then you feel guilty afterwards because you went to the extreme and you ordered something overly indulgent and you overate it. And then you feel bloated and gross and uncomfortable in your clothes and you get tired and sluggish and now you don't have the energy to do any of the fun things afterwards that you wanted to do, like go on a hike or go swimming with the kids and your brain gets foggy and you just want to sit around or you want to go take a nap or go to bed early. And now I know you don't really feel good, but because the brain wants to keep you in pleasure, the next chance you get to eat, you order more food that gives you instant pleasure. But this is a cascading negative effect, a waterfall of negative effects and a cycle that continues. It's this merry-go-round that is not so merry. So what are we supposed to do when we want to enjoy traveling and stay on track with our health goals? The first thing is to know that you can have the best time when you're traveling and still feel great and progress forward to achieve your goal. And in fact, this is a really good opportunity to get more tools to help you become the person that you'll be at your goal weight and at your goal health. I want to repeat that last part. This is a good opportunity to develop tools to help you become the person you'll be at your goal weight and health. You at your goal won't worry too much about overeating when you're traveling because your thoughts and behaviors around food will be dialed in to already support you at your healthy state. So I know that my brain will serve up some excuses to overindulge on my trip. But I also know that I have the awareness that this is going to happen. And I have better thoughts that are wired in my brain that won't allow me to believe the old excuses. It's not about being perfect. It's about living into this healthy self-identity that I've been practicing for so long that it's now automatic. So here are some things that will help. 
Focus on enjoying the travel, the trip, the experience. What part of it are you really looking forward to? Be intentional about what you want to enjoy. The people, catching up with friends, listening to music on the long road trip or binge listening to your favorite podcasts. I love doing that. Maybe you just can't wait to relax and read a good book or go hiking or cheering on your kids when they're at the tournament and making memories, seeing the sights, architecture, or being in nature. Maybe you're really excited to close a new business deal or give an inspiring presentation. The goal is to love your experience, not just the food. So if I'm going to go to Italy, I'm going to want to love the food. But there's so many other things that I could love about the trip too. And you can enjoy the food while you keep to your health goals. My clients get this eating out guide that takes them through how to handle all the different case scenarios so that they're fully prepared. But we don't want to feel deprived about the food. We don't want to remove all pleasure from food, especially if you're so used to it being a part of your everyday enjoyment in your life. We don't want to trigger thoughts of missing out. If we were to go to Italy and we don't enjoy the food and the wine, I would be sad. I'd probably be really pissed off too. So we want to change that energy around how do we want to experience the food on our trip from feeling lack and deprived to feeling empowered and encharged, from thinking about what we're giving up to what we intentionally want and what we want to gain from the experience. I can decide ahead of time what I want to do on purpose and with love for myself and what do I want to experience and create for my greatest good. So you might decide that that means eating 100% the way that you would if you stayed at home and kept to your protocol. Or maybe it means deciding ahead of time that you're going to have foods that you normally wouldn't because you consciously want to have a pleasurable experience using food and that those foods you can enjoy without overindulging in them. Now, if I go to Italy, I would decide to have the pizza and the pasta and the wine, but I wouldn't stuff myself to the point where you had to roll me out of the restaurant. What you need to watch out for are the moments when your brain tells you to just throw in the towel, to give it up completely and binge your face off. Or to give in to the convenience foods, like the, I was so hungry at the gas station, so I bought some chips. That's just poor planning. And listen, I know that life happens, but there are lots of other convenient quick service restaurants around that have better options. And what if part of your trip does go sideways? Let's say you have a fight with your kids, or the meeting didn't go as you planned. Are you going to try to feel better by having some chili fries or an ice cream? Are you going to try to solve the sideways problem with food to feel better? You need to know what your triggers might be so that if they were to happen, you're not going to give up on your goal. You can decide ahead of time, if that happens, I'm going to do this. You create a strategy for yourself rather than reacting in the moment subconsciously. And mindless eating is another common thing that happens when we're traveling. Maybe it's like snack foods in the car like pop and chips or donut holes, or we call them Timbits in Canada. Or maybe you're just sitting around and you're chatting and there's munchies everywhere. What do you plan on doing in those situations? And at the end of the trip, 
what would success look like for you? Maybe that means that you do lose weight, or maybe that means you maintain your weight. Maybe it means you come back and you don't feel bloated and tired and like ass. Think about the experience you want to have ahead of time and ask yourself some questions like this. When I come back from this trip, how do I want to feel? What do I want to have accomplished? Who would I be? What would I be doing as the person who's had this experience? And have fun with these questions. You want to enjoy the trip, just like you want to enjoy your life and have fun without being super restrictive. Don't set yourself up for failure by being all serious and strict and restrictive. Set yourself up to win. Be realistic and honest and supportive of the great time and experience you want to have during and after the trip. So many years ago, before I had kids, I went on a cruise and I decided that I was going to eat whatever I wanted, but that I wasn't going to take the elevator the entire trip, except for when I had my luggage, when I was getting on and leaving um, the ship. Otherwise, I was just going to walk and take the stairs. Now, in case you don't know, on cruises, the food is insanely good. We always went out for the really fancy dinners where you get like all dressed up and you go to the dining room. The food was high quality. It was super yummy. And there were some nights where I had two main courses and two desserts. Now, I always stopped when I felt satisfied because I didn't want to feel like really, really gross. And during the day, I didn't love the buffet. At first, I went and I tried a bunch of new things or some things that I wouldn't normally have had. But after a few days, it was just like, okay, I'm going to eat what I want and then I'm going to leave. And by the end of the cruise, when I went home, I did not gain a pound. I did not feel bloated and gross. This was exactly what I wanted. Now, when I was losing weight for the last time, I would still have social nights once a week and I would plan ahead of time to have like four glasses of wine and I would still account for the fact that in the morning I was going to be craving greasy food. I still lost 35 pounds and I didn't give up drinking or my social life. Now, as one last example, one of my clients recently had her annual family trip. She decided to plan three spontaneous ice cream trips with the kids that could happen whenever the kids wanted, but otherwise she was going to keep to her protocol. She said that she didn't do everything perfectly, but for the first time, she didn't gain any weight and she didn't come home from the trip feeling disgusting and then binge eating for a week afterwards because she felt so bad and so guilty for having overindulged on the vacation that she soothed her feelings even more with food. This was a huge giant win for her. She learned how to enjoy her trip, how to not miss out on the food, and how to stay on track with her goals without sabotaging herself. She came home feeling good about her vacation and proud of herself. We can all do this. This is going to give you the freedom to go and do whatever you want and stay on track with your weight loss and your health goals. Go out and make it happen. I'm sending you all of the high vibes take care. If you love what you're learning on the podcast, you have to check out my free course at highvibeweightloss.com. In this training, I share with you the three key steps you can do right away that will help you get started releasing the weight and elevating your life. Join the free course, get the complimentary guidebook and get started at highvibeweightloss.com.